Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. I am indeed Rudy Maxa, a.k.a. The Savvy Traveler. It's my pleasure to welcome you to another 55 Minutes of Travel Talk. You know, Oscar Wilde once said, there are two ways to travel, first class and with children. But a new website called nannyinthecloud.com can provide a temporary nanny to fly with you and your kids. So, well, so you can watch the in-flight movie, maybe have a romantic dinner with just the two of you. Julie Melnick will join me to explain in a few minutes. Then we'll take a close look at this phenomenon called couch surfing. That, of course, is the practice of staying at other people's homes while traveling, neatly avoiding the expensive hotel. Now, I'd imagine there are some people's couches you wouldn't mind sleeping on and other people's couches you don't want to sleep on. Well, Colleen Sollers is the coach, uh, couch surfing uh, community outreach manager. She's going to stop by to offer some tips on how to tell one from the other. And some people just got to run. Certainly appropriate given the bad week in Boston this week. Elise Allen is one of them, and her specialty is traveling around the world to run in marathons. I'll confess that I've tried to jog from time to time. Marathons were way above my pay grade, but I never got really into even jogging. So I look forward to talking to Elise about 40 minutes into this hour to learn why marathons sync so well with travel. I'll also have a couple juicy deals of the week as well toward the end of the hour, as usual. But first, a quick look at some of this week's news in travel. Well, as anyone who's followed the news of the last couple years as it pertains to cruise lines knows, it hasn't been a great run for Carnival ships, starting with the Costa Concordia disaster, then news of Carnival ships stranded offshore with no power. Add all that up, and the brand's taken in the chin. This week, Carnival announced it planned to invest 600 to $700 million on emergency and hospitality system upgrades in its fleet of 24 ships. The company actually owns 101 ships uh, that don't bear the Carnival name. They, too, are expected to receive smaller upgrades. Part of the project involves installing systems that will allow elevators, fresh water, and toilets to continue working even if there is a power failure. Fire and engine systems will also receive attention. On Tuesday, two rockets launched from Egypt's Sinai Peninsula and landed near the Israeli resort town of Eliat. The uh, rockets landed with no effect in open areas, causing no injuries, but it had to be a chilling event for resorts in that seaside town that's not far from Israel's border with the Sinai. This isn't the first time it's happened. Not long ago, Israel stationed an anti-rocket battery near Eliat, uh, but news reports uh, didn't indicate whether there was any attempt in this case to intercept those incoming rockets. Since the weakening of the Egyptian government more than two years ago, along with uh, that, that uh, Arab Spring or the Egypt Spring, the desert-covered Sinai Peninsula has become an increasingly lawless place. Uh, about 50,000 residents live in Eliat, and tens of thousands of tourists fill its beach hotels. Well, we've been talking the last several weeks about the upcoming change in rules that will allow passengers to carry knives aboard planes again, as they were before 9-11. You know, because I've told you about it, that flight attendants have been picketing major airports and politicians have questioned the judgment of this rule change by the TSA. Rebecca Marchand is the widow of a flight attendant who was murdered by hijackers with small knives in 9-11, or during 9-11. She's also the mother of a flight attendant today, and as you might imagine, she's got some strong feelings about this rule change. Rebecca, welcome to the show. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you, Rudy. Well, the TSA and its supporters say changing the rules is going to allow the agency to concentrate on bigger issues such as explosives and that small knives don't pose much more of a problem than a sharp pencil or, I don't know, a ballpoint pen. Uh, I'm betting you think this is a wrong-headed point of view. It's, it's 
a slap in the face is what it is, not only to 9-11 families, but to Americans in general, because after all, we were all affected by 9-11, and those men that took down those four planes didn't use bombs. They used box cutters, which in essence are small knives. And what I don't quite understand is why the TSA can't look for explosives and small knives. I mean, it doesn't seem to me this has to be an either-or proposition. No, and what um, people should know is that the TSA has claimed that they're taking small knives off of the banned items list because it takes longer to screen for them. But what will be happening is people will keep their knives in their carry-ons. The TSOs will then just view the size of the knife through their screen. If they then believe that it's bigger than it should be, those people will be pulled aside, asked to take their knife out of their carry-on, open the knife up, then, so that's essentially taking longer. And then measure it. Right, and then measure it. Measure it. And then what if you have four people in, in four different security lines that now are angry because they have, are taking longer to get to their flight, and they now have all of their blades open? Well, it also suggests that isn't it, it isn't hard to find those knives. If they can find them to check the size of the blade, they can find them. End of story. Correct. That's correct. Um, there's also, you might know, um, Emerson Knife Company has, is in the process of building a knife to be used both as tool and weapon in the case, and this is just devastating to 9-11 families to hear this, in the case you get the call while you're on the plane, let's roll. It's the Emerson Hummingbird, and it's being built specifically to pass through TSA. So they've sort of reversed the tables and saying, look, not only are we going to make, this is a good knife because you can use it to fight the bad guys, right? Is that what they're Correct. saying? And, I, and as what? I say that, I, it, I just get chilled because, yes, they're using it as a weapon. Like, there will be bad guys on the plane. Somebody will lose their mind on the airplane, not even a terrorist. Maybe somebody who hasn't taken their medication gets in a small and close space and then suddenly becomes upset, charges the flight attendants, who now my son is in the line of duty, and has a knife then you can use your hummingbird against this person. Well, all we have to do is uh, not let anybody who has any mental issues or emotional issues or are bad people to buy the hummingbird, then we'll be just fine, right? Right. And how, how are you going to tell those people? How right, are you exactly. I'm being sarcastic, Rebecca. Yes, um, I understand. How does, uh, how does your son, the flight attendant, feel about this? Is he in, in sync with mom? Uh, very in sync with mom. He was in Washington with me this past week, um, going just from office to office, essentially begging um, our representatives to take a look at the No Knives on Planes Act and please co-sponsor, sign on. Um, you know, President Obama, in his speech to um, the poor families in Boston, and my heart does go out to them, I, you know, in a similar way, know what they're going through. He Stated that we will continue to do whatever we can to keep our people safe. Now, I would like for him to weigh in on the No Knives on Planes Act and and continue to keep us safe. Well, I know it's I know politicians are not unanimous. Uh, we've got about one minute left, Rebecca, in in wanting knives to be allowed back on planes. What did what vibes did you pick up while you were lobbying in Washington this past week? I mean, can, it, do we have a chance in in reversing this TSA decision? I don't know that there's a chance in reversing it before Thursday, April 25th. This coming Thursday is when everyone will have a chance to have knives on planes. What we're trying to do now is just postpone it. Let's have some more conversations. Um, I will just say quickly that um, Matt Salmon from um, the, a district in Arizona here in the Phoenix area is 
supporting um, Knives on Planes, and it's it's being backed by the Knives Lobby, if you can believe that. But there is um, a, a small Internet business in his district, so he has a Dear Colleague letter out to his colleagues on the Hill asking them to support Knives being allowed on airplanes. Oh, goodness. Oh, Rebecca. All right, well, we're going to continue to follow this closely because that's what we do on this show, and I thank you for dropping by, Rebecca. We may talk again. Thank you. Thank you, Rudy. We'll be right back here in Rudy Max's world. Um, we're going to talk about taking a nanny with you when you travel. Rudy Max's world phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. Did you know that our loyal sponsor, Travel Guard, is a leading provider of travel insurance plans? When you buy a plan, it comes with 24-hour travel assistance. It's a true lifeline when you're away from home. Help during travel delays, medical emergencies, and with lost or stolen baggage are just some of what Travel Guard provides. Choose from several affordable and comprehensive plans. Travel more and worry less. Visit TravelGuard.com or RudyMaxa.com. Coverage limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. Underwritten by National Union and Fire Insurance Company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Non-insurance services provided by Travel Guard Group Incorporated. Ladies, when was the last time you found it easy to lose weight? If you're like most women, it was before you turned 40. That's because age 40 is when hormonal imbalance begins. And until you balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. Thank goodness today we have Ambrin. Ambrin promotes hormonal balance naturally. It's clinically shown to cause weight loss in women over 40 with no big lifestyle changes required. I thought I was somehow not trying hard enough to lose weight. Turns out it was my hormones. I started with Ambrin, and I finally lost the weight. It was so easy, and I feel fantastic. Ambrin relieves other symptoms of menopause, too, like hot flashes, fatigue, sleeplessness, and many more. The first 50 callers right now can get a complimentary, risk-free trial of Ambrin with a 30-day supply free. Now, free supplies are limited, so be one of the first callers now at 1-800-892-2988. That's 1-800-892-2988. 1-800-892-2988. Spring is finally here. Which activity would you rather do? Spring cleaning or spring travel? America's Best Value Inn is making your spring even better with a great deal. Get 15% off when you book seven days in advance now through May 16th and stay by May 23rd. Plus, you'll enjoy free internet, continental breakfast, and HBO at most of our 1,000 hotels in North America. Visit americasbestvalueinn.com and clean up on our spring travel deal. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. It's 18 minutes after the hour, and this segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Travel Guard, a leading provider of travel insurance plans. Whatever your travel needs, you can choose from several affordable and comprehensive plans by visiting TravelGuard.com. Travel more and worry less. Visit TravelGuard.com. Coverage is limited by the terms and conditions of the policy and may not be available in all states. Speaking of travel, how about traveling with kids? As I said, Oscar Wilde once said there are two ways to travel, first class and with kids. Well, this might be an option that would well, surprise Oscar Wilde. Julie Melnick is uh, my guest, and she is the founder of a website called nannyinthecouds.com. And Julie, why don't I let you explain what Nanny in the Clouds offers? 
thank you for that um, great saying. I love that. I, I actually hadn't heard that before. Um, Nanny in the Clouds is designed to help moms and dads traveling with young children. And basically, the way we work is we match moms and dads traveling with a sitter that's already booked on the same flight. So it's the first way, really, for parents to travel with an extra set of hands without having to pay for her ticket. Oh, wait a minute. This is an extra step I didn't understand. I thought you hired a nanny and paid for his or her ticket, but you actually find somebody on the flight willing to babysit the kids. We do. We do. This is this is basically what, how we feel. There's nice people on every flight going yep. everywhere, anywhere. You know, there's got to be somebody nice on every flight going up somewhere. So we figure, why not put these nice people that have childcare experience with the parents that really are struggling and need the help? Because everyone knows, you know, when you're traveling with kids, you have a lot of gear, you have a lot of stuff, and there's, you know, there's just too much for one person to handle. So if you're traveling alone, you don't have your spouse with you. We give you those extra set of hands, and we take the, the price off, you know, the, the expense off by, you know, having this person already be on the flight, and we just create the matching so that you don't have to pay for somebody's ticket. You just match up with somebody that's already going where you're going. I presume you do pay a fee to this helpful person. Is that based on length of trip, or how is that determined? Yes. Yes. So basically how the pricing works is that... Um, the parent will pay Nanny in the Cloud a $10 matching fee, and from there, the mom and the sitter work out the price, um, work out the payment between them. We're recommending $20 per hour. So on a okay. flight from LAX to, to JFK, you can, assume, you, know, you can figure you're going to pay about $150 for your sitter, um, wow. which, which is great because you know, you're not paying for their flight. It's reasonable. And for the sitter, there's a big incentive there because flights are expensive these days, and it allows them to take the, you know, basically chop the, the cost of their flight in half and help somebody along the way and feel good about it. So, Hey, if you, if you know, like him so much, can you say, listen, my, my husband and I are going to go out to dinner Tuesday night. Can you come by and yes. babysit a little further? <laughs> Absolutely. We, you know, we encourage them to have a great, a great relationship. You know, we really leave it up to them to make those details out. But um, we, we really feel like we're doing a service, and there's so many platforms here that it could be used on. Um, you know, there's so many different people that could take advantage of the service, such as the elderly and people with disabilities. Um, I actually just met, was at the airport this morning um, coordinating a match between a mom and a sitter for the first time. They were local, so I, I went over to help out. And, you know, this mom actually has lupus, and it's really hard for her to care for her fast three-year-old who runs everywhere. So it was so great to see her take advantage of our service and have our sitter um, there to help. She was holding her daughter and, and running after her, and it was just so great to see that because really, you know, you can't do everything. Some people have a harder time carrying their luggage and their suitcase and their, um, sure. and their car seat at the same time as running after their child. I mean, anybody would have a hard time with that. So yes. we feel like we're really providing something that's really needed, so we're, we're really happy about it. Tell me your story, Julie. How did this come to be? How did, are you a mom? I am a mom. The reason why we started this business is because of my personal experience with my um, with my son. I was traveling one time across the country. My family is on the East Coast, and I had a huge car seat, a huge diaper bag, a really fast two-year-old, and I could not carry the car seat and hold his hand to get onto the plane. So I asked for some help, and the the, the person at the desk said, "I'm sorry, ma'am. Those are your belongings. You're you're responsible." And I thought, "How am I going to do this? This is impossible." And it's really a contradiction because the, the, the um, guidelines say we really encourage you to take a car seat for your child. However, it's really impossible to hold it and your child at the same time. So if you don't have a spouse with you, you're really in trouble. So 
or a relative or someone to help. So we, I came up with this idea on the plane. A light bulb went off. I thought, wouldn't it be great if I could just be sitting next to somebody nice who could who could help me out, watch my son while I went around to the bathroom or help me entertain him for a little bit because he's getting really bored. And I looked around and I thought, there's got to be somebody nice on this plane I could match up with. <laughs> and and that was it. And we, I went home. My husband and I brainstormed and, and came up with the idea. And, and it's really been, you know, a labor of love ever since. I'm so passionate about it because I really feel like it is a service that can benefit so many people. So we're really looking for an airline to partner up with. Right now, we are not affiliated with the airlines, but we feel if we could have an airline that would be able to offer our services to their passengers when they are booking their flights, it would really uh, be top of mind for people. And sure, just to let them know it's available. Yeah, let, exactly. let them know it's available. Exactly. I'm talking yeah. to Julie Melnick. She is the founder of nannyinthecouds.com. It's a service that helps you find, if you're traveling with a child or children, help you find someone on the plane who might be able to, on your same flight, who might be able to, to lend a hand for a small fee. Julie, uh, how long has nannyinthecouds.com been up? We've been up for almost 18 months, and we're growing every day. We've had a lot of really great feedback. A lot of international people are very interested in us because the long-haul flights are really where sure. moms even need more help. We're not international yet. Right now, we're, we're, we're domestic, trying to get our, um, to, trying to take flight, you know, here in the U.S., but we really, um, we've had such a great response. People from all over the world love it. The elderly, like I said, people with disabilities, really all kinds of people can take advantage of our service. So um, I encourage everyone, you know, that's interested to email me. You can email me at uh, julie at nannyinthecouds.com if you have any questions. There's also, you know, a place on our website you can ask questions. But um, we're, we're really here to help, and we want to we wanna make flying easier for moms and, and kids. And Dad. Um, I'm going to put a link to Julie, uh, com, and I'll put your email, Julie at nannyinthecouds.com, on my uh, Facebook fan page. Thank um, you. And I'll, and I'll repeat it before we say goodbye to you in a few minutes. Um, it, it, I, I don't know. It seems to me that the, the odds of there being someone on the particular flight you're on being listed, I mean, I'm sure they grow the more people list, but is it difficult to find somebody on a flight? Yes, you definitely are right on that. So so right now we have about 3,000 people signed up, and so that's 3,000 people saying they would be willing to help someone on a flight. It's a, it's a combination of moms and dads and sitters, and so we are okay. growing every day, but that number really doesn't need to be higher for there to be consistent matching every day. So right. that is where we come back to the, the idea of uh, partnering with an airline because we really feel like – you know, people love this idea, but not everybody that loves this idea is planning a trip within the next week or two or three. Of course. So if we can partner with an airline that is, you know, booking people traveling every single day and putting it in front of them, we feel like that would really give us a chance to have more consistent matches. Because you're absolutely right. There's about 30,000 flights every day in the U.S., and in, in order to really find somebody that's going to be in your exact flight, it's, it's a long shot right now. So um, we are getting matches. We, we have another match coming up in about a week. And, um, you know, they are taking place. It's just a little bit of a, we are, you know, we're early stage. So we really need to just grow and get the word out there so that people know that they can take advantage of us. All right. So if you are a, an adult who uh, likes children and wouldn't mind uh, helping a mom or a dad or, or even a couple with uh, a child or, or two, want to pick up an extra hundred bucks while you're flying across the skies, uh, you know the website, nannyinthecouds.com. Go and register and say, you know, look, I fly a lot and I'd be happy to. To, to help you out. I think it's a sweet thing. Um, Julie, I gather you're not in this for the profit yet. <laughs> you are correct in that. We are not, yeah. We are, it really is a labor of love right now. I'm very passionate about making it happen for families. I, I experienced it myself. I ha now have two children. I fly a lot without my husband, and I just, you know, I, I created this really to help myself. Selfishly, I created this so that I can go on the site and find somebody to help me get from A to B because flying 3,000 miles with two little kids 
who are very energetic and very, you know, fun, it's it's exhausting. So if I, you know, can just every day grow grow our company a little bit bigger, I know I'm succeeding. And and I know that one day we will really be out there for for parents to take advantage of on a on a more global scale or at least a national scale. Um, but, yeah, no, the, right now, you know, our, our matching fee is only $10. You know, we're, we're not charging a million dollars here for, right. for each match. But um, it's, it's 30 really, seconds left, Julie. Let me ask you, have you, gotten, have you gotten people at airlines to talk to you about this? 30 seconds. Yes, um, I actually have. I, I, I've, I've spoken to several different people at several different airlines. And okay. people, are, you know, they are very interested in the idea. They like it. They're definitely listening. I think they're a little um, hesitant to, to, you know, jump on board just yet. I think as we grow organically, I think they'll be more and more interested. So that's, that's really my goal right now, to grow organically, try to get a little bit bigger so that, you know, they see the advantage. I mean, some airlines you know, are hiring people to come on board to help focus on family travel. So, I, you know, I'm hoping to provide that. I'm hoping to provide a little bit of a focus on family travel. And if I can offer that to the airlines, I'd be happy to. And I'm, I'm looking forward to connecting with them soon. Well, good luck to you. I'm glad you came to talk about it on the show. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll be probably doing a travel minute on. We'll spread the word. Julie Melnick is the founder of nannyintheclouds.com. You can write her Julie at nannyintheclouds.com. Facebook is nannyintheclouds.com. And Twitter is nannyintheclouds, singular. Julie, take care. Thank you so much, Rudy. Have a great day. Bye-bye. And you as well. Stick around. We'll be right back to talk about couch surfing. Don't touch that dial. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Hey, folks, with summer vacation planning in full swing, have you thought about travel insurance? Our loyal sponsor, Travel Guard, offers valuable coverage that travels with you and your family. Travel Guard's available 24-7 with several plans to choose from. Covering medical emergencies and evacuations, travel delays and trip cancellations, lost luggage and more, Travel Guard's your lifeline away from home. Visit TravelGuard.com or RudyMaxa.com. Coverage limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. Underwritten by National Union and Fire Insurance Company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Non-insurance services provided by Travel Guard Group Incorporated. With over 900,000 products and 31 diverse product categories, Granger is basically an anything-you-need supply buffet. We've got everything from safety and electrical products to hardware, hand tools, and more. So you can efficiently purchase exactly what you need from one source, saving time and trouble. And just to be sure, the buffet thing was a metaphor. Please don't eat the stuff. Buy your supplies smarter. Just call, click Granger.com, or stop by a branch today. Granger for the ones who get it done. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back. It's, uh, what time is it? It's about 33 after the hour. Uh, we've talked about couch surfing now and then as a way to cut down on your uh, lodging expenses when you travel. But we're going right to the source, to couchsurfing.com, and my next guest is Colleen Sollers. Am I pronouncing, is it Solers or Sollers? Colleen, I'm sorry. Sollers, you got it right. Sollers, okay. You are the community outreach manager. Well, isn't, isn't couch surfing by definition a community outreach program? <laughs> yeah. No, we are the world's largest social travel network connecting more than 6 million members in over 100,000 cities to each other oh to goodness. have unique, inspiring travel experiences. 
All right. Well, describe to some of our listeners who might not be part of that six million exactly what couch surfing offers and promises. All right. Well, couch surfing offers people the opportunity to travel anywhere in the world through the people who live there. So couch surfers in our community share their homes, their cities, and their lives in meaningful ways, making travel possible um, as a social experience. Mm-hmm. And, and you're not necessarily staying on someone's couch. You may well be have your own bedroom, Greg. It's just a catchy title for couchsurfing.com. Correct. More, than, more often than not, I've actually stayed in people's extra rooms uh, than, than their couches. And is there some sort of contribution you make? Do you take them out to dinner? Is there a fee? How does this work? How do you guys make any money? Well, um, there actually is no fee. What, we, uh, what you do when you couch surf is you kind of think about, well, if I were a guest at somebody's house, what would I want to do? So mm-hmm. often when you stay with someone, you cook them dinner, you bring a bottle of wine, or, um, or some small gift that represents your culture. So, there's no, uh, so, so folks who are opening their home to strangers who are traveling are not charging money? Correct. Now, the wow. whole experience is based around wanting to experience other cultures. And how does Couchsurfing.com make money? Actually, this year we are uh, focused on just improving, improving our um, technology to serve okay. our community. So uh, we'll be looking at ways to monetize in 2014, but right now we're focused on rebuilding the website from the ground up and, and make, have the easiest time possible having these experiences with each other. And we All also right, so we, we do have a $25 verification where you can verify your name and address through the website, and that's how we're currently making revenue. I see. Okay. And is that for folks who are hosting or folks who are traveling or both? Uh, both, yeah. Okay. And is that required? It's not required, no. Okay. But it, it gives you an extra sort of level of uh, security that maybe when you land in that city and knock on the door, there's really that address and that person. Yeah, and you can see that people who get verified are often the people who are really invested in, in the community. Right. Yeah. Um, I have a friend, Doug Lansky, who's a travel writer. He lives in Stockholm. He's American, but he lives in Stockholm. He's married to a, a lovely doctor there, a Swedish doctor. And he, he has three kids, but he regularly hosts folks who are coming in for couch surfing. And he says the kids and the whole family find it a fascinating way to meet people from other countries and different cultures. Yeah, it's so great to hear about another family like that. There's one in Mongolia who was featured in a short uh, documentary, and they have that same plan. They they host travelers as a way for their children to get exposed to other cultures and languages. Is there any? Do you have any recommended time frame where, if you're traveling in the United States, should you should you try to arrange it two weeks ahead of time? Can you arrange it the night before? Any recommendations for how to use Couchsurfing.com wisely? You know, it's, it's that every host is different. Some people specify on their profiles that they only want messages two weeks in advance or more. Some of them actually have calendars on their profiles that you can look at to see when they're available. Oh. And other people say, don't send me anything in advance, just send me a, a note at the last minute. So <clears throat> there are two ways to find hosts, and one is really taking the time to research each host and read their profiles and, and send messages ahead of time. And then if you're traveling a little bit more on the fly you can post something called an open couch request where you specify where you're traveling and then hosts in the area who are interested in hosting people look through those requests and they decide if they want to host people or not. So you'll get messages from hosts saying, hey, you look interesting. Why don't you come stay with me? And how much information does each side have? In other words, can a host tell, uh, get some idea of the personality or kind of person or age group or whatever of the guest and can the guest know sort of what kind of accommodations are on offer when they're looking? Absolutely. So when you sign up, what you do is you start a profile. It's really simple. You sign up with your name and email address and date of birth or just by logging in via Facebook. 
and, and then you fill out a profile. So every host or surfer or anyone who goes to any events has a profile that they fill out with photos, their age, where they live, what they're interested in doing on couch surfing, whether or not they want to host, and, and all sorts of, of information. And additionally, anyone who's ever stayed with that person who's, who's been a friend who's also in couch surfing or anyone who they've ever hosted leaves a reference. So you have a list oh. of personal references on each profile. Oh, well, I just, you know, I've been doing the show three years, and I've known about Couchsurfing. For, how long has Couchsurfing.com been up? It's been up about three years, hasn't it? Actually, we've been coming more and more into um, global consciousness in, um, in the last few years, but we've actually been around since 2004. Wow, I don't know why we didn't have you on sooner. I mean, I'm fascinated by this, <laughs> and I'm certainly familiar with it, but I wanted you to explain it to us, and you did it very well. Um, uh, Colleen Sellers, I, uh, I uh, thank you very much for uh, joining us. Thank you for having me, Rudy. So the website is very simple. It's couchsurfing.com. You can either be a host or you can be a guest. And I think it's just a fascinating way to travel, and I've heard very good reports from friends of mine. Uh, if you know otherwise or if you'd like to drop me a line and tell me about your couchsurfing.com experience, just get, drop me a line at rudy at rudymaxa.com. That's R-U-D-Y-M-A-X-A. Stick around. We'll be back in just a moment here in Rudy Max's world. Uh, we're going to talk a little about traveling to run and running to travel. Don't go away. Rudy Max's World is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. I will never forget the day my son Jeremy told me he hated me and slammed the door in my face. I'm behavioral therapist Janet Lehman. Behavior problems can turn the child you love and your life into a nightmare. That's why my husband James and I created the Total Transformation, the step-by-step -step program that shows you how to fix the worst behavior problems and get your child to respect and listen to you again. No matter what the behavior, defiance, backtalk, angry outbursts, disrespect, we can help you stop it. Now you can get the Total Transformation for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. You can keep it forever for free. Limited number of free programs available. Call now. 1-800-711-5269. 1-800-711-5269. That's 1-800-711-5269. 1-800-711-5269. Ladies, when was the last time you found it easy to lose weight? If you're like most women, it was before you turned 40. That's because age 40 is when hormonal imbalance begins. And until you balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. Thank goodness today we have Ambrin. Ambrin promotes hormonal balance naturally. It's clinically shown to cause weight loss in women over 40 with no big lifestyle changes required. I thought I was somehow not trying hard enough to lose weight. Turns out it was my hormones. I started with Ambrin, and I finally lost the weight. It was so easy, and I feel fantastic. Ambrin relieves other symptoms of menopause, too, like hot flashes, fatigue, sleeplessness, and many more. The first 50 callers right now can get a complimentary, risk-free trial of Ambrin with a 30-day supply free. Now, free supplies are limited, so be one of the first callers now at 1-800-892-2988. That's 1-800-892-2988. 
1-800-892-2988. Are you planning a vacation and trying to make your whole family happy? I want a hotel with convenient locations and continental breakfast. It better have internet. Don't forget, we're on a budget. America's Best Value Inn has you covered with all this and more at most of our 1,000 hotels in North America. Plus, join the Value Club for instant room discounts, upgrades, and late checkout. Yes, I can sleep in. Visit AmericasBestValueIn.com and make even your grumpiest teenager happy. With over a million products, Granger's your one-stop shop to help keep your facility running. And no one has more of the best brands. Like GE, Granger is America's largest industrial distributor of GE lighting products, including LEDs, which use up to 80% less energy. The brands you want, the products you need, the good-looking radio guy you love to hear. Okay, I added that part. So call, visit a branch, or click Granger.com slash GE Lighting today. Granger for the ones who get it done. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800 387 8025 or visit the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. My next topic is certainly apropos given the events of uh, the last week in Boston having to do with the marathon, which I know that has consumed all of us this past week. We're all grateful for, well, we're not grateful for much, but we're grateful that, uh, uh, that uh, two alleged perpetrators are known to us now, and one is not, no longer with us, and one is in, uh, in serious condition in a hospital at last check. Uh, but... Running marathons is Elise Allen's passion. She is my next guest. She is the author of the book, The Traveling Marathoner, A Complete Guide to Top U.S. Races and Sightseeing on the Run. And I wanted to talk to Elise. Uh, this was obviously, we booked her before the Boston incident, but as I said, totally apropos. Elise, before we talk about the joy of running in marathons, uh, you know, it, uh, I should go without saying, I'm sure you were just stunned and, and devastated by the events in Boston. Beyond, yeah, absolutely. I mean, what happened is so beyond horrifying, it's incomprehensible. Here's the thing. What made the Boston Marathon a target for these monsters is also what makes the Boston Marathon and every marathon beautiful. To me, the marathon brings together people from all over the world, at all levels of fitness, from all walks of life. Spectators pour into the streets to show their love for their city, and their neighborhood and support the people running through it. Honestly, the marathon is its a community-wide celebration of tenacity and grit and the sheer thrill of accomplishing something that seems impossible. And that's going to live on at the London Marathon this weekend, at the New York Marathon in November. Excuse me, and I need to take a breath. I, I, I hear you. I, I hear your passion, and, it, and it's very well said, Elise. Don't stop. Thank you, thank you. And it will especially live on at the Boston Marathon again I, and again and again, year after year. I couldn't agree more, and all my hopes are with, with, with that, uh, that very sentiment. All right, let's turn to a happier note to uh, your love of marathons and running. Now, uh, I, I'm not a runner. I, I've tried. I jog. I, don't, I just never get that clear breakthrough that runners get. It's, it's never uh, fascinated me. Um, but... I know one of your assertions is that as a marathoner, you get to see different cities, different places up close and personal as opposed to speeding by in a taxi. But if you're running in a marathon, do you actually really see anything? I mean, I think I would just be plotting, looking at one foot in front of my other and hoping it ends soon. 
it is actually a beautiful distraction, the way the entire city comes out to cheer you on. You see different things along the route. You're able to pay close attention to the places you're running through, especially if you're not an elite runner. Obviously, if you're out there to break a record, you are just going full tilt and you want to finish. But most right. of us, middle to back of the Packers, we're there because it's something that's on our bucket list or we just enjoy doing it again and again. And part of the experience is seeing everything around you. It's going through New York, through all five boroughs, and seeing parts of it you wouldn't necessarily see. It's uh, If you're go- going through the Disney World Marathon, you get to run through all four of their major theme parks, which is really fun, and you see backstage areas that no one else is allowed to see and floats uh-huh. up close that you would never see unless you're doing this race. So it's a truly unique experience to see a town and see a place in a whole new way. And when did you start doing this? How long have you been doing it? How many marathons do you run in a year? It uh, depends on the year. I've run as many as four in a year and as few as none in a, in a bad year. But I've always run at least a half marathon. But I started in 2000 and have been and running tra- avidly ever since. And do you, uh, obviously you time your travel uh, to the marathons. Is, is, is it as much about the travel as the running? Absolutely, yes. It's, uh, it's the best way to see a city because you can really, if you're going to New Orleans, right. you really want to experience the most decadent food in the universe. And you can feel really good about that if you mm. just ran 26.2 miles. Once oh you've done goodness. that race, you take yourself to Commander's Palace and you eat your fill and don't think twice about it. Right, right. And, and what do you suggest to somebody who wants to travel for a marathon? Do you, I mean, what, what do marathoners do? Do you get there three days early if you're flying cross-country to adapt to a couple time zones? Um, how do you handle that? Yeah, absolutely. Some people say that it's better to get there a little early. The, the thing is, you want to, in my book, I'm very clear about what sightseeing choices are great for sore legs and uh, what's great for when your legs feel really fresh, because sometimes in the Mm -hmm. days before you want to rest your legs. You don't want to do too much walking. If you're Mm -hmm. doing, say, the Disney World Marathon, you might not want to get there too early because you're walking through the parks and you're exhausted by the time the marathon comes. Personally, I like to make my travel so I get there just before the marathon in time to enjoy the expo, do a little sightseeing, then run the race, and then afterwards I can sightsee to my heart's content. Legs will be a little sore, but part of the walking around will uh, loosen them up and make you feel better. It's a great recovery walking around the city. All right, there you go. Elise Allen, she's the author of The Traveling Marathoner, a complete guide to top U.S. races and sightseeing on the run. Her Twitter handle is Elise, E-L-I-S-E, the the initial L, Allen, A-L-L-E-N. Check her out. Elise, take care. Bye-bye. Thanks so much. Bye. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's world. Well, you know what I've always said. What I've always said is you can't begin promoting space travel too soon, and that's just what KLM is doing in conjunction with Virgin Galactic. Uh, the two companies are partnering to launch commercial space flights, and you can win a free seat on one of those flights, actually the first one. That'll save you having to pay $95,000 for a ticket on what companies, both companies hope will be the first commercial flight in January 1st of next year. We're talking January 1, 2014. It's a suborbital flight. It'll last for one hour. So how do you win a seat? Well, KLM and Virgin Galactic, 
will launch a high-altitude balloon above the Nevada desert this week. What you have to do is guess at what altitude that balloon will expand sufficiently to burst, at which time it will float back to Earth with the help of a parachute. Now, if you come close to the exact altitude, you and a friend will be flown to Curacao around New Year's Eve. You'll be put up in a luxury hotel, and one of you will be invited to take that inaugural commercial flight, a suborbital flight for one hour, normally $95,000 for a ticket, on January 1st of 2014. Now, here's the deal. You've got to guess what altitude that balloon's going to explode at. Explode's the wrong word. That will uh, burst at. Um, by Monday, I put a link on my Facebook page of the website. It's space.klm.com. But you can find a direct link right at my Facebook page, Rudy Max at Travel versus uh, excuse me, Travel slash Leisure. And by the way, while you're there, will you hit like for me? Let's try to get me up to 3,000 likes. Come on. I'll, you know, I'm so insecure. I need to know that I'm liked. Uh, 3,000 would make me so much less insecure and so much more pleasant around my friends. Um, Oh, let's, uh, we got time. We got time. Let me do one more news item, then we'll do some deals. Uh, strong opposition faces this White House decision to install a U.S. customs office at the, uh, the Abu Dhabi airport that would allow passengers to clear customs before boarding, the, boarding their flights to the U.S. Currently, customs only does that in countries like Canada, Ireland, the U.K., and the Caribbean. Uh, pre-clearance allows passengers to avoid long lines at custom posts when they land in the U.S. This benefits, say the critics, only one airline, Abu Dhabi's national carrier, Etihad Airways, which has daily flights to New York, D.C., and Chicago. It comes at a time also when the federal government seems unable to afford enough customs officials here in the U.S. to reduce lines that keep foreign visitors waiting for as long as two hours to get into the country, just to get their luggage, for goodness sake. Now, Abu Dhabi is expected to pay part of the cost of this customs operation at the airport, but other airlines say it gives Etihad an unfair advantage. The announcement of the agreement came following a visit this week in Washington by Abu Dhabi's, Abu Dhabi's crown prince. I've got to tell you, I think if, if we want to do this, Abu Dhabi ought to pay the entire cost of the customs office there in Abu Dhabi. That's what I say. Everything, every penny of it. Uh, I, I think we've got enough problems here at home. A couple of deals of the week. Hit it. Hit it, Jeff. There it is. The deals of the week sound. Okay. Beginning this week through the end of May, Cunard has got Cunard Cruise Lines has, has announced their Europe three for all sale. It offers savings up to four hundred dollars on air travel per stateroom if you book it through Cunard, as well as four hundred dollars in onboard credit, free gratuities for two people regardless of their accommodation, and these are on select 2013 Mediterranean and Northern Northern Europe cruises aboard the Queen Mary II, the Queen Victoria, and the Queen Elizabeth. How about that? Four hundred onboard credit, four hundred dollar credit toward your travel for two people if you book it through Gennard, and no gratuities. Now the Queen Elizabeth offers ten to fourteen day cruise vacations uh, throughout the Mediterranean, but all three of the Cunard queens travel to Northern Europe and the Baltics with various round trip voyages from Southampton or Hamburg to uh, Hamburg to Northern Europe. Uh, the Queen Mary II sails the gorgeous rugged coastline of Norway. Queen Victoria explores the stunning North Cape. And Queen Elizabeth circumnavigates the British Isles again to the Norwegian fjords. Select fares, sail fares, excuse me, on these select cruises start at $1,400 a person. Not bad. All voyage fares are per person based on double occupancy. For more information, visit cunard.com. So you'll be, you know, it's not bad. Queen Mary II, the Queen Victoria, and the Queen Elizabeth, all of them. Now, this is uh, uh, beginning now through the end of May. So it looks like they're having, they got some extra bursts, and they're going to sell them at a good price. Um, Aer Lingus, the Irish airline, is offering a deep discounted summer business class trip to Europe and to Dublin. It's not bad. Uh, $2,300 round trip from Boston or New York business class to Dublin. Only $2,600, less than that, from Chicago. 
and uh, they'll also give you a good deal on its flights to Europe. However, uh, their onward flights to Europe only have all coach service, but at this rate, who cares? You can uh, fly from JFK or Boston with connecting service to more than two dozen cities in Europe for either $2,500 or $2,700 for a round trip. From Chicago, it's $2,800 to $3,000. The travel period is June 1 through August 31st. And you've got to stay five days, and you've got to purchase your ticket by April 30th. I will put a link on my Facebook fan page to this deal. But that's not bad. When you can fly business class uh, out of New York and uh, or Boston to Dublin for $2,300 round trip, I mean, a coach ticket these days will cost you $1,300 or $1,400, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see, who else? Oh, Hertz is offering small rates for small cars for small rentals at the airport. Uh, about 1500 bucks for small cars. That's economy or compact if you're interested in a weekend rate at the airport. The price is valid for pickup Thursday through Sunday and requires a return by Monday noon. There's an overnight Friday minimum if you start your rental on Thursday or Friday. The deal's available at most airports, but not in the New York metro area or Hawaii. The price is good through June 15th, but you have to know this code. You have to know this code. It's X. C, T as in Tom, and the numeral one. The code for these short rentals of small cars at airports is X, C, T, and the numeral one. Again, I'll put a link to it on my Facebook fan page. How did these two hours go by so fast? I just don't know. I hope you've enjoyed today's Rudy Max's World. I hope you're having a lovely weekend and it continues to be one for you. Come around, come around next weekend, same time, same station, same host, same topic, travel. Have a lovely weekend. See you next weekend. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.